Hello, everyone. Welcome. How's it going? It's press play again. It's going good. As always. <laughs> Aw, you answered. People don't, I always say, how's it going? In hopes that people who listen to this, like to in their own like car or wherever they're listening, they're like, it's going okay, you know? They kind of talk back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured um, you hey, could use a boost. Yeah, exactly. It's Bailey, your host, as always. And joined with me, of course, is the oh-so-professional Omar Zaki and Matthew Austin. He's Hello. so professional, dude. He's so... <laughs> so professional. So professional. I like he, to just like give the illusion that we know what we're doing sometimes. You, so I just had, say it. He had to find a uh, mic adapter about five minutes before we started this thing. Pressure was on, right? It's like before the big game. It's like you need to find Racing your fucking shoes and start. It's so small, dude. It's like literally four or five inches. So like it could... Dude, I'm... Tell you I'm, what. I'm, I'm Happy I found it. He didn't bend Here, the pressure. rustling around back then. He's like, oh, it's behind my PS5. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> I got cool. it, guys. It's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. This is this is a big ep, guys. Big ep because guess what? We're finally ending out the trilogy. The infamous trilogy of the Lord of the Rings. Damn it. Stop. Holy crap. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> infamous. You, you've got to stop. I know. I'm with, sorry. With I know. I know. Dictionary. <laughs> I keep misusing the word. And I've been doing it my whole life and no one's told me anything. You can use it once. You've got you've got one pass, and that's gonna be next week okay. when you talk about okay. Justice League. Okay, it's, you're it's right. gonna you're fit right. perfectly. I need to save it. Anyway, we are ending out such an amazing group of movies, of course, and I'm so sad that it's over because I enjoyed watching this in theaters so, so unbelievably much. But we are here to discuss the return of the king, which, oh my God, did he return? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus, did he return? <laughs> but before we get into that, um, I might as well just say, if you want to follow us on any social medias, you always can at Twitter, um, at Pressplay. Oh, no. My bad. <laughs> I've done this so much and I'm still not good at it. We don't um, have the, <laughs> the handle that we want. We're you sorry. You can follow us on Twitter at Again Press and Instagram at Press Play Again. And we're going to have some mighty great things to show you guys on there. So make sure you do it. Um, and then if you also want to listen to us instead of watching us, even though I suggest watching us because we look cool as hell. But um, if you don't want to do that, you can listen to us on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and of course, Apple Podcasts. And Please leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts and questions and Please. comments and I don't know anything. Just subscribe to us, like us, do it all on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, anywhere in real life. That'd be great too. Spiegel um, really wants you to leave five star review. That, that, <laughs> what was man, that? Every had, single person listening just turned this off. Oh, <laughs> I had really high hopes for how that was going to come out. And, was yeah. that was that supposed to be Smeagol or no. something? No, I hope not. not. I really hope not. <laughs> supposed to be i was just a little little guy i was working on <laughs> just workshop it a little more we'll we'll have him come back that'll be i i don't know what legal no was... you're getting close dude keep it keep it coming throughout the rest of this episode by the end of the episode you're gonna have a spot on smeagol impre- impression there we go <laughs> i just talked um, the whole episode in my trying to do smeagol yeah exactly. <laughs> everyone's ears are bleeding after like 10 minutes <laughs> Um, yeah, but this episode's going to be up Tuesday, 10 a.m., of course. Watch it. Listen to it. Um, obviously, you will be listening to it if you're listening to this. If you're listening to it right now, you're listening oh. to it. So. We just worked some math out on that. Um, but we also have, of course, on Thursdays, we're continuing our countdown to the Snyder Cut, and we're going to have the infamous, if yes. you'll allow me, there Omar. Justice League, which God Almighty. Um, but we'll have that for you that. guys. And then Friday, we're gonna be back on top with the finale of Fridays with Wanda and Vision. Um, super looking forward to that too. But Man, I don't care about that right week, now. Huh? It is epic an epic fucking week. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I don't care about that right now because all I want to do is talk about this <laughs> movie, because my God. Um, so we might as well just get into it. And I'm going to say we're starting with our initial reactions. And I want to hear Matt's first because this yes. was his first time. Mine first? Popped that little cherry. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. My God. I'm glad this is what we're equating it to. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Here's the thing. This is a long-ass movie. This is a fucking... There's so much in this movie. This might be the longest movie I've ever seen. Right? You're I mean, lying. Three and a half hours? What What could be this long? Well, the Snyder Ten Cut Commandments? Will be. Yeah, the Snyder oh, Cut. Oh, the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's We're going to usurp it real quick. Um, so here's what I want to say. This movie was fantastic. 
This this series was fantastic. I gave these movies so much shit for so long. It was fucking funny. I regret nothing. I'm just going to say. I love joking <laughs> that all these movies were a bunch of people walking around fucking singing songs. Bullshit and whatever. <laughs> this, this movie was great. This, it's up there with the best, like, just... Like, this ending is just fucking phenomenal. Like, it is, it, it made me feel things. It wrapped up everybody's story so perfectly. Um, and on top of that, the the whole movie was still, like, a movie. Like, it, this movie doesn't necessarily just feel like the ending the whole time, like some endings of trilogies and stuff do. Like, it, it feels like the third chapter, and there is so much going on. And that's why, like, it's one of the few movies that's this long that I feel like really does justify being three and a half hours long. How could it, like, I don't know how it could have been shorter. It really couldn't have. Um, we get a, a massive battle that is somehow bigger than the one that I like raved about last week. And it's just the middle of this movie. It's like the whole middle hour of this fucking film. Like it's, it's great. It's so fucking great. I know. When you said that the last episode, I was just like, just wait. You, yeah. you have no clue what you're about to say. I could see it in y'all's eyes when I was like going on like, <laughs> man, is this the best battle ever? And y'all are just like, dude, you just got to wait for it. Wait a second. Um, <laughs> but um, hold on. I, I wrote a couple other things down here that I really wanted to bring up because, um, you know, I'm stupid. I can't think without uh, being provoked. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I actually did a pretty good job of uh, of bringing all that up. Um, but but yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I really did love it. And there's a couple things that I maybe i have more questions on them maybe they're going to click a little bit more for me when i get to rewatch this movie like so many people that have grown up with these movies um but yeah i just i thought i thought it was basically perfect like i i don't know i it exceeded every expectation i had and one of the biggest um things that i feel like i can give to this movie is being over with it now like what did we just spend like 20 hours watching this shit like I am so I'm so ready to rewatch them. I'm so ready to watch the Hobbit movies. I'm so ready yes. to read about fucking the lore of every little weird creature and and city and town that was in this thing. Like I I'm ready to know so much about it and I get why people get so attached and drawn to like these characters and this world and everything. It it hit me in one of those ways where I just always assume there's no way I'm going to like these as much as everyone's telling me I'm going to and I really I really did and I'm sorry to everybody that told me to watch these for the last five years, and I was just—I looked at you in your eyes, and I fucking laughed in your face. I'm sorry, but I regret. Yeah, nothing. you're not forgiven. No, I regret we're just happy you watched this, and that's like the best answer. So I'm glad you liked it. I did. Um, I really did. I think I already know how Omar feels, but I'm gonna let everybody else know how Omar feels. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm not even gonna like fake like I, I didn't like this movie because I did that. I think last episode. So um, too much the same. Gym. I'm gonna just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, honestly, it's exactly like what you said in terms of like not having something to complain with about a movie. I think this might be the only movie I've ever seen where I think it's just literally a 10 out of 10, like an actual, like without exaggeration. Like, there's a lot of movies I walk out of, I'm like, dude, that was a 10, dude, a 12 out of 10, highly recommend. But no, like, this is a literal 10 out of 10, just pure perfection. Um, the last time I saw it was 17 years ago. And the experience I had with it, it just completely blew my mind. And 17 years later, same exact experience, man. Literally just blew my mind. And everything looks so perfect with uh, IMAX, dude. Like, holy crap. I think when we see the first movie, the IMAX looks great. When we see the second movie, it looks greater. And then when we get to the third movie, it just looks fucking fantastic. Like It It looks like a modern movie, right? Like IMAX is the way these movies were meant to be seen. Like, oh my God, yeah. And honestly, if you you call yourself a Lord of the Rings fan and you haven't seen it in IMAX... Then get the the fuck out of here. I'm just kidding. Then get the fuck out of here. I'm not (laughs) kidding. Because, I mean, what an experience, dude. It just, it looks so fucking good. But yeah, no, if you... Like Matthew, if you've never seen these movies, um, they're a journey, to say the least. I mean, you, you experience so much. And it's honestly, it's exactly like you took the words out of my mouth. Three and a half hours. I, I don't know if this movie could have been short. Like, I'm not even sure what they would have taken out to to even make it 20 minutes less, you know? Um, so, yeah, a 10 out of 10 from me. I, I dig it. I'm, like, so happy with how over the moon y'all both are with this movie um because clearly i'm the same i had this moment i feel like when i realized in this last movie like the last movie we're watching in theaters after watching the whole trilogy i just i don't know it, it sparked this nostalgia in my head and then i realized like 
this movie isn't even just about like watching it when you were younger and loving it and then growing up and still loving it. It's like, <clears throat> these are just bomb ass movies. And like one of the best storytelling movies I feel like I've ever watched and probably will ever watch. And it is, it deserves every award it ever got. I, I don't know. I just nine of them. Y- you feel so connected <laughs> to the characters by the end of these movies. And you already feel so connected to them just in the first movie. So when you get to the point where it's the third movie and it's the end, like the end all be all, like everything's over. It's the most emotional, like happy, overwhelming feeling you can have. I don't know. I just, I know there's issues with some of the end that people have. I don't really give a shit because I love every, (laughs) I love every aspect of this movie. Uh, And all this, all I did watching it again is just remind me that that's how I feel about these movies, that they're just like perfect. And I will always love them. And I will always say that they are like one of the best trilogies, if not the best trilogy I've ever watched. So that's where I stand. And that's where I will always stand. (laughs) Try to change my mind. Epic. (laughs) Um, epic is the word like epic really like truly is the word to that is the this. definition of these words yeah. i almost said the definition of these words is epic the definition cool. of these i'm words. glad Infamous. i can talk i'm really having trouble talking today aren't we um, all but anyway my main question is so going into this last movie compared to the other two movies with all these different plot lines that they have like throughout the entire movie does it work as well you think in this third one as it did with the first two like, if you're following all these people around and all these different groups of people, they do it mm-hmm. through each movie and then you still also end up doing it in the third one. So is yeah. it too much or what do y'all think on that? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that, I mean, this isn't the first or last trilogy we're going to see, right? We've we've seen multiple trilogies and sure, a lot of them maybe have, um, like in the MCU movies, trilogies usually take part of something like on a larger scale. So I'm, I'm going to ignore the MCU for for right now just for argument's sake that's fair i'll um, allow in terms it of like okay thank you sir in terms of like trilogies other other movies have tried to do this right mm-hmm. and sometimes it works like barely works other times it's just it's a shit show i mean I, i'm not gonna like name drop movies right now because i'm not i'm not you no, know, drop them drop them tell us come on to, no no I'm, I'm just trying to keep the focus here okay, okay, okay. but yeah some movies are just a shit show tell me after. with lord of the rings three and a half hours there, there's no excuse. There's no reason why it shouldn't have been a shit show. It should have, by right. by every means, it should have. It's a three and a half hour movie, a shitload of characters, multiple storylines, multiple characters. Mm-hmm. It's not like there were the same. Even even the four hobbits. Even if we're looking at just the four hobbits, let's say the movie was just these four hobbits. They are not the same. They are not the same character. They don't have the same story. Nothing. Um, I don't know how they did it. I really don't. The 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 storylines just they flow perfectly i cared just like just the same amount about every little plot you know I, whether it was action whether it was just the conversation it, it just it were like it it made sense it, it made perfect I, sense i completely agree i feel like yeah. especially because you get to focus on so many of the it's the end of all these different stories that we've been seeing. So exactly. with like pippin and mary you're finally getting to the end of like their growth and their journey and i feel like both of them went through so much in the last two movies that from the beginning, like if you remember them in the beginning of these movies compared to how they were at the end of this movie, they are completely different people. And it's so much so to to the point where they literally like split up like purposefully Mm -hmm. at some point. And you never would have seen that. And it was such an emotional scene and it makes me sad every time, but it's, (laughs) it's crazy. You see these two like hobbits that didn't really care about anything other than like eating, drinking and like having fun. And then now they're willingly both wanting to go into battle. It's just, Mm -hmm. I, I, I love the character growth in these movies. It's like so phenomenal. Everyone's so brave. Everyone's so brave and it just makes you feel brave. Yeah. And it's crazy how how much they make you. you Yeah. It's crazy how much they make you like actually feel for these characters, and like you, at the end of the movie, you care about everyone. Like, there's not one character I was like, ah, he was he was kind of lame. He was he, like, I didn't really like his story. You know, like everyone got the perfect ending, in my opinion, honestly. Like every single character got um, what they deserved by the end of the movie. It's not like anyone was left out. It's not like you felt anyone was uh, like any certain characters were shortchanged. Right. Um. Somehow, somehow, in this like epic three and a half ending you know like of a of just like an epic journey a conclusion that just like 
you you expect it to honestly like short chain someone drop the ball somewhere right like, come on right but it yeah. didn't like somehow uh, like yeah dude speechless i don't know that's crazy i will say too <laughs> speaking of because like we kind of got introduced to a new character in this movie who also sucks yes. um and Is that's that the... boromir and um, faramir's yeah. father and matt hated him like does anybody second... not hate him because fucking come <laughs> tell me why he, like he looks pretty familiar he like, does look he familiar he looks like this guy who's in game of thrones but i i don't know who if uh the, the the red wedding bitch wow yeah. <laughs> that's who i was thinking of but i know it's not him but either way like but his character even it, like introducing him in this movie was enough and like it made you care about boromir's brother and you're like why exactly. do i care about exactly. him but i do and that's what this movie like succeeds so much in mm-hmm. is making mm-hmm. you care so much about everyone. And I found his story so compelling too. Like the younger brother who yeah. wants to impress his father and his father loved his firstborn and all the honor type shit that happens in these kind of movies. It's, it's like really deep. And I, I love stuff like can, that. Can somebody explain to me in my feeble mind, what was going on there with uh, their father and what his plan was with that? Because that what, what, trying to light himself on fire. Yeah, like what? Like so, so he sends crazy. his son out, knowing his son's gonna die. He obviously wishes he had fucking Boromir instead of what's uh his brother's name escapes Baramir. my mind. Baromir. That's that's easy enough. Baromir. Baromir. I'll never like forget it, it again. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I mean, then he comes back, or then he's dead, or basically dead. They think he's dead, and uh, and he's all sad or whatever, and then he just throws him in. A, pile of fire and he's gonna light both of them on fire i, I missed something or i don't know i was kind of just like is this man fucking well, I, insane I, what's going on i yeah i just assumed at that point he was driven to <clears throat> insanity and he's probably beyond depressed just thinking okay like shit my line just ended i don't have any more sons that's to, all he like, kept yelling get, about right and i guess uh at that at that time pride and and leadership and all, all that stupid shit um really meant a lot to, to right because you know i don't know i don't, Plus, I don't again know. can't feel bad for this man because i mean no but that's treats the thing his son you... like shit and then sends him right. to his death so yeah. but that's like, the thing uh... you see him have power just like completely control his life and he has he's one of those instances where you want to be king and you want to be in control of everything so you let like that power control you and he looked down on his son for some reason, even though him and his brother look exactly the same. So I was like, I mean, can't you just pretend it's boring? Yeah, but okay. whatever. You got one of um, his sons lived. Come on. But yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much I, I and you take it, especially towards the end of all of that, which I guess we just jumped to that part. But like he wants to set his son on fire and himself. It's not even like he's trying to just kill his son. It's like I just yeah. am trying to rid like get rid of this feeling i have even maybe or something along the lines of that yeah Yeah, yeah. either way he went crazy and then when even when people are telling him his son's still alive it's like he's not registering that that's true and then when he realizes his son's alive as he's like burning to death he you can see it in his eyes like he realizes like what he did but then it's too late and he burns to death and dude that scene where he's just like jumps off and like falls on fire oh such and and, like how the camera zooms out and literally just Mm -hmm. like oh i was gonna say that 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 brings up a point of what all these movies did so well and even this one i noticed it more than ever but they just they cut to just massive sweeping like wide shots of just everything that puts everything in perspective they do that always at the perfect time in this whole trilogy Mm -hmm. and um I get that's got a lot to do with how big the budget was and that they just kind of had the freedom to do stuff like that. Not every movie can do that. Um, But just for people like us watching them, I think that makes you like you feel so much more attached to the world and it just adds all these cool moments like that Um, every time they're able to do that and just kind of show you again, like, look at how small everybody is in this massive fucking tower. Like they're not just in this room in a set or something like it is. Like putting everything in perspective just always makes you like roped in more to it, and uh, and yeah. every time, especially like we're talking about seeing it in IMAX in 4K, right? It's just like that's the shit that looks stunning. That's the shit that like sticks with you. God. Oh, you know what I wanted to bring up too. So I guess this is mostly for you, Matt. But did you expect like most of this movie to be revolved around Smeagol slash Gollum? Was most of it revolved around? I mean, a large part of it, I guess. And the yeah. whole opening part no. is like... I completely forgot about that. Definitely, definitely did not expect that. I was like, this is an interesting way to move it. Or um, open yeah. the movie, sorry. Um, and also a great way. that The opening of this movie was fucking dark and 
cool and and everything under disgusting, the sun. Kind um, of. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. I I like to, but yeah, I, I really do like how much it focused on him because this being a story about you know the ring and yeah. you know what it can do to somebody. I think that's a very important to like. There's this other character in the these this movie, Gollum, uh, mm-hmm. Smeagol, that has been corrupted by the ring, and I think showing him with Frodo, like showing what he could become and what it does to somebody that I guess isn't the strong willed soul that Frodo is, uh, is super important and helps put it into perspective. And I don't know when we're going to talk about, like I have a kind of, it's my biggest problem with this movie, I guess, or, and maybe the whole trilogy, I guess, is that Frodo to me, I don't know. I guess I want to ask you guys as people that have watched these movies so much, like how do y'all feel about Frodo? How, like leaving the like at the, as this movie ends, what is your impression of him? What is your like? I don't know. What do you do? You feel that he is this character that you love? Do you feel that he is this like? Are you annoyed by the kind of like bitchy moments that he has? Do you? I I get why, but so, I struggle I like with this. This is the thing I struggled with the most in the movie. That's the thing. Omar, I think, was talking about it um, before we started, but he was saying how people have issues a lot with some of the choices they made with Frodo and Sam honestly, so, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was more, like I said, I mean, it's um, from, from what I know, I I've never read any, any of it, but um, they say that the, what happens in the movie is pretty much what happens in the novel, but in the movie, they don't emphasize it as much or they don't, they don't emphasize certain things that, that really, you know, make, make the, um make like the relationship between Frodo and Sam, what it what what it's supposed to be or whatever or even how like how everything kind of wraps up um to us we've never read it we don't really care so to us like we got what we got and we loved it i don't know like i'm gonna answer your question with a question i don't know if frodo's supposed to be this character that we we love or i, I think we maybe are supposed to see everything through frodo's eyes and we we see the characters around him and i think that's who we're supposed to like grow attached to i i don't know if it's supposed to be frodo really i i always thought like okay i'm seeing everything from his perspective i don't need to feel attached to frodo i don't need to feel great about him i don't even feel like bad about him because i mean yeah if if you look at it that way he's he's a whiny bitch dude i mean honestly (laughs) like he's he's not like if i had to pick like three of my favorite characters he's not the third i'll say that (laughs) Yeah, and so. I guess that's I agree in in that sense because yeah, I wouldn't if you asked me who my favorite characters were in this movie, I wouldn't say Frodo probably in the in the first top five or something. But right. I do think this movie does something cool where it centers like the main character, or you assume it, the main character. I feel like it could be multiple people, but most of the Definitely story good. centered around Frodo. So they do this cool thing of like having a character who you're you like them because they're likable but their whole purpose is really just a message to everyone like you as people as humans as whatever race you are are supposed to be strong-willed to fight evil like you have to overcome it and you have to be strong enough to do so to do whatever you need to do for yourself and he becomes that person like he's that message like Everybody looks up to Frodo and likes Frodo and sees this goodness in him because he has to do such a hard, terrible task. But even if, like, everything's not perfect and he can be a bitch and it can be hard, it's like, yeah, but that's how life is. Like, that's how everything is. Everything can be hard and be you can be a bitch sometimes. And everything isn't easy. And so... I always just find it more relatable, honestly, when Frodo acts like that. Because it's like, he can't just be, like, all good, perfect. Like, Aragorn is that person in this movie. Aragorn is the person that never, never backs down, never fails. You always trust everything he does. Frodo's more of the human side. Like, he's... (laughs) Frodo's trying to be whatever he can do to save everyone, but he's also carrying this giant burden. And and that's what... I just find really cool about these movies and really interesting that I I didn't know that this was a thing that people didn't like Frodo or that they thought like the end was dumb. And I, I can say, I understand why mm-hmm. people feel that way. Cause yeah, when he gets to that point where I guess we'll just jump to that scene since we're talking about it, but like at the end when like all of a sudden he just doesn't throw the ring in, you're like, what? Like how? I don't understand. Frodo, my it's, dude. A, it's a weird choice, but 
I but, don't know. I just don't hate it. <laughs> no, well, and I think the same thing happens in the book, though. It does. That's so right. here's, I think they just they they wanted more of Frodo in the movie. They wanted more of that, like I, like I said, the relationship. As somebody yeah. that, okay. yeah, this is my first time in all this. Um, I feel like on paper, Frodo to me is actually the most like interesting character. Like he in the first movie, he was probably my favorite character. Like Aragorn was the coolest, but like Frodo was like the most compelling. As the movies went on, you see more of this darkness in Frodo that it makes sense. We understand he's got the ring on him, right? Like this, we know that it it is calling out to you and it's tempting you to do things and it is turning him dark. And we know to some extent, I mean, again, this is something that I need to watch these movies more to, I think, get the whole grasp on it. Um, but we know to some extent that Frodo is, I'm not going to say like the chosen one, but he's somebody that's just got so much good in his soul that he's supposed to be one of the only people that could do this i think i was even because i'm trying to understand this after so i'm reading things interviews with tolkien and stuff where he's like he's the only person that could have done it um so to me i don't think and again i could have missed something but i don't think the movie does a good enough job of like really making you understand what he's going through like in the second and third movies and i fucking love these movies he he is so, like most of the scenes you have with him, most of the time you spend with Frodo is him like he is kind of being an asshole. He's being a bitch to Sam and I fucking love Sam and Sam's such a nice guy. Right. And that's what you're seeing. You're, right. Their relationship that you're seeing is mostly that. And you get it every time it's happening. You see the ring around his neck. You understand that that is causing it. Um, but the, I so I never realized that this was a thing that people had against it. But this was my initial reaction leaving. So I kind of get that especially for people that maybe read the books because my guess because it's impossible to make a perfect book adaption where you get everything you know it's just it's so hard a book has so except many for more twilight, but yeah. except for twilight i mean just <laughs> if you want to say anything different i want you to just shut up right now and leave get the hell out shut up and leave i'm just you know i don't i don't know we we do want your support but um <laughs> but no um it's just it's one of those things where you can i think that's where i could see that must have been stuff that got cut out or just harder to show on screen um, because Frodo's like, he's, if he is this like good soul that is the only person that can do it, I feel like that is such an interesting character. That is somebody that like at the end of the movie, you should be fucking rooting for this guy. Right. And on paper, I think you still are because I get it. Like I get why he gets up there and he turns and he puts the ring on. Like it is impossible. Like that's what you're supposed to believe, right? That the ring just has that much darkness in it, that somebody being with it that long, even somebody as good as Frodo is going to get up there to throw it in. And have withdrawals and have like say I'm not going to do it. And that's the darkness in all of it. But I feel like the movie just does not show that enough to where to me so much of the time we spend with Frodo is seeing that dark side of him. You kind of forget how fucking pure and happy and like this hero that he was in the first movie. Um, And I don't even know how you would have. I don't know how you would have done that differently. I don't know if you would have like just put more like scenes of showing like the kind of like heroic part of him struggling with it, maybe showing more symbolic stuff of him in his head dealing with this, maybe like more specific temptations that the ring was like trying to call out to him to do and him turning them down and like us seeing him have these little victories against it because really you just kind of get the vibe that this ring is just eroding him constantly and turning him into this more dark thing that when he gets up there, he's at his breaking point. Right, and I think the thing is, Sam Samwise is such a great character and such an amazing friend and Sean Astin plays him so, so perfectly so God, that I, mean, I think it gets to the point where you're like Sam feels like the hero and he feels he, like the nice guy and he feels like the guy that's getting ragged but that's on what I love constantly. so much about their relationship it's like it, it kind of also is just like this is friendship this is pure friendship but see like, he is lifting Frodo up to be where he needs to be because no one can do stuff alone in life. Like you can't carry a burden alone. Right. You need people to help you. And I get what you're saying. I'm saying like, I think that Sean Aston did so well. It kind of like kind of took it away from Frodo. Like they didn't expect that Sean Aston would be this likable to the point where his reactions to everything that like anytime Frodo tells him to like, like dude, get the fuck out of here whatever. Like the hate, the, I mean not the hate, the, the pain in uh sam's eyes are just like like how like no don't tell sam to leave what the fuck's wrong with (laughs) you bro and so i think i think it's just that classic thing of like you know that that uh frodo is kind of being misled by the ring and by Gollum and stuff and so you you're just drawn more to side with like okay sam's right like he's telling you not to trust you know Gollum and all this stuff 
And so since we see so much of that side of Frodo, like always kind of wrongly doing that, and then when you love Sam, I think it's just this weird give and take. Um, for me, only watching these movies once again, I, I expect this might change when I rewatch them, but that was just something where getting to the end of it and seeing all this and finally the ring is gets thrown in there and they're saved. It just feels like this weird rap on this where it's like, no, fuck, like Sam did so much. Sam did so much. No, but and Frodo, see, and I, I don't think it does a good enough job of just saying like Frodo was this way because of the ring. Like, see, I know I, that he is. I know on paper that's why it is. But that was just my initial kind of leaving it is right. how I felt and about it. I, I get that completely. I just disagree slightly because of the way the entire movie ends. Like, with Sam having his it. family and given the book and pretty much being like, this is like what he, out of everyone in the movie, this is the life he deserves the most. So it's like a cool way of putting the end in such a beloved character that everybody fell in love with and has been a part of. And he almost feels like the pure good in this movie. And so him having that ending is just like what? Oh, it definitely The cherry is. on top. He's, yeah. I'm, Sam, I'm actually perfect right. Ending right in the middle of you guys like we're in between um because Dang, i think like a sandwich like a sandwich <laughs> yeah well i <clears throat> the reason being is because i think yes like there was problems with frodo's character and then sam was too good it almost makes you think okay should he just have carried the ring like could he have just you know like would the ring not have had as much of an effect on like him is he just on the same yeah is he like on the same place right. as Frodo or even higher maybe in terms right because of- it made me wonder that the entire time but I think why it works so well is not just because of Sam but also throwing uh, Smeagol in the mix and having him like lay lay out traps consistently or whatever for Sam and Frodo to kind of like you know um, I think that that helped a lot and that takes away from okay well shit. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think the the whole Sam thing helped. I think like having Smeagol in the mix helped also. And then um, yeah, the thing with Frodo, honestly, I mean it could go both ways. Um, I just think like if you've seen it from his perspective, right? You you assume okay, he's got this ring. He's seen other people turn just like that as soon as they see the ring. I mean. He he could be also very paranoid, even Sam or, or any like any any of the other hobbits. So I'm thinking like, okay, he's probably like this is his first time probably leaving the Shire, and well, it is right. Like we, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, because I know I it's so. Sam's for sure. Yeah, so it was him and Sam, and it's like, dude, he's he's out and about. They're kids. He's got this whole fucking responsibility on him. So I mean, if I was him too, I'd probably like, dude, I'd I'd have that ring like around my dick if I could, man. I'd fucking secure <laughs> oh my that bitch. God. I mean, dude, I would, I would make sure whatever like, I need I'd to be do. Really paranoid. I mean, that's a, that's a huge. Well, and that's what the ring. It's not even just the responsibility. It's literally the evil and the feelings that come from the ring turn right. you into what Smeagol slash Gollum are. Like mm-hmm. it turns, it can turn you that to that if you don't have enough will inside of you to want to do good. And so good. that's, I think, the whole reason they even have Smeagol in this damn movie. And God, is, the like, whole the whole Smeagol transformation too. Them showing it, like oh, when rough. when he's like slow. Oh my God, I love that God. though. Like the whole uh, the slow transformation is showing him like eating just like fucking raw fish and and just like how he looks literally like oh man the raw crazy. fish was was yeah, the, yeah, the bridge yeah. too far yeah. but you know what I mean? yeah I, yeah i i love it though i think <laughs> i think i think that that's a that y'all telling me this though is actually good um because the the whole reason why i think i even nitpick about this is because like i said at the top like from the first movie frodo felt to me like he was my favorite character and knowing what his journey was and his place in the story like him basically being the only person that could do this that makes me love him even more and so i think that's why i'm just like a little bit let down by how they show Mm -hmm. his journey through that and i just again i feel like they just don't hammer it in enough they don't give you enough time with the good part of him and that's but i again i think I think the more I read about this, I think if I ever got to sit down and read the books and I think just rewatching these movies, honestly, maybe even watching the extended cuts of them, because like the whole reason that sparked this was talking about like, you know, maybe that could have been something that got cut. Maybe there were things that maybe they had a little bit more time with him. I don't know. I'd have to watch them. But I think all of that is I don't think this is something that I'm going to really feel as like a weak part of the um, story by any means. I think I think when I watch these again and when I kind of just learn a little bit more about it, it might kind of. You know, like my my troubles Your with this might be, be yeah, my eyes might be open a little bit because <laughs> just can... the whole thing with just Gollum, like the comparisons to Gollum. I think Gollum exists so much in the story to show you what 
how strong Frodo really is. And I think <laughs> these movies are so long and there's so much going on in them. I think it's maybe hard to like just have that in context the whole time. So I think I think there's gonna be a lot for me to get out of watching these again. Um, it, no, so if y'all want to do three more to. podcasts about him, I'm 100 percent down. I'm, ready, baby. I'm game. Um, I do want to say because I want I we have to talk about Aragon. I mean, this movie. I know about. his his name's so, been said like twice. I feel like his journey and what he goes through, it's just more of the same, but in the best possible way because it's more of him leading and being an amazing leader, and I absolutely adore that and i love that they still get to a point where they have the three of them team up with um gimli and yes. legolas oh, too i, I wanted and they to go do the whole like ghost area i i love yeah. that part. i wanted to stand up and cheer the the second that they were like you know us well enough by now like we're coming with you or whatever the <sighs> better line was than that but i was just like yes thank it and that's what i mean about this movie not just feeling like a three and a half hour finale like it, it is but it's also just a really like full complete movie where there's stuff going well, yeah, on like the that. The story They're- is like it's more it's instead of it being a story just full of like ending parts of a story that's already been being told, it's just continuing different aspects yeah. of the story somehow. And I love it's that. It's beautiful. I love and that. I feel like whenever we get to the point where he's given the sword, like he literally handed the sword being like you are king. Here you go. So good. Do what you will with this thing. So and then he does the thing he needs to do and he goes into the forest that no one can come out of or whatever. Just mm. like enter their bodies. I don't know. But you go <laughs> Some in. Some weird shit. And all this stuff, even like the little quips that you still get from Gimli. I'm like, how do they time this yeah, so dude. perfectly to where it's not cheesy and too much, but it's yeah. just still so charming? Ugh, this movie. But yeah, when they go into that and the, did you expect them to have a ghost army? I will ask that question. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Definitely didn't, because I feel like that'd be a weird thing for me blindly going into these movies to expect. Um, but I will say, once the Ghost Army showed up, I had oh, memories of my childhood that, again, I never saw these movies. I probably just saw commercials or the video games, maybe even. But seeing the Green Army fighting, that was like a snapshot in my brain of like, holy shit, I remember seeing something about this. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect a ghost army to answer your question, but like seeing the green army fighting, I I had some weird remembrance of seeing that visually before, and and I thought it was super cool, and fucking awesome. Yeah, I I actually completely forgot about them. Did you <laughs> the the entire army? Yeah. So what were you thinking when they were walking in? Like, did you just not expect? No, no. I mean, so as soon as Once soon it. as I saw them, and like they were having the conversations, like, oh, I remember this part, but no, prior, like it was co- just completely out of my mind. Yeah. I will say related related to this, and I'm fully prepared to get torn to pieces right now. Again, guys, remember when I say this. I, I This movie to me is a 10 out of 10, and I love it. I love it. It might be my favorite of these. I don't know. I wish that Aragorn's entrance into the battle was just a little bit cooler. Just a little bit. And ch- no, I thought it was cool as hell. Here's the thing. I think it's cool as hell when he's charging with the ghost army. That is cool. But... I think, and this is such a small thing, but I think he jumps over the ship wall the first time you see him. The first time you see him, he jumps over so fast and so weird because it's almost a little CGI'd. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it it looks kind of like strange. It's not, it's just not as, here's the problem because here's my golden threshold for it is Gandalf's fucking entrance in the last movie. And I think the way Gandalf appears with that army is just the best. And I think this, him running with the ghost army was almost just as cool so i think if you just had a cooler just like a wide shot of him something like a little bit different i think if i would you, have been more on if you compare it's the two it's, if you if you compare the two yeah sure i 100 yeah. see what you're saying but yeah i didn't still even, awesome. like i've never compared the two i didn't even see it that way right, right. yeah no dude yeah, i love when he does a little fucking way. hop hop over the ledge of the boat hop. whatever well so yeah when the like dumbass orcs are like oh yeah, late yeah. again as usual <laughs> and, like, and then they and just then kick all kinds of ass and they, all three of them jump off and you're just like hell yes and, and that, then yeah the entrance with the ghosts it's just <laughs> the ghosts it's such a weird thing to say but when you see that part it is so hype because you're just like that is their king that's like coming in and saving the fucking day because like mm-hmm. this is the the thing that won it for them and all the stuff when you get to see Gandalf like fighting for real, yeah, <laughs> I love those parts. Like when you see him using his staff, he is and so everything, fucking him on his he horse, is, man. There's just, there's so the, so few things that are as cool as this old like he, man just fucking kicking ass on his horse, even when he's running without his horse. Just give me more. I of feel it. like he's one of the best created characters that isn't a main like a 
a like main the, character. Yeah, like the protagonist in a movie. Yeah, like he he's, he's always iconic. like I mean, he's one of the most a iconic. side part of all of their journeys. Like he's not the re- like he isn't the one choosing to go on the journey, but he's the one helping them along, and I love mm-hmm. that, and I think they do him so well. well and Ian McKellen's just amazing. <laughs> and to be to to make the we had we got to throw a Star Wars comparison in here at some point. I mean, he is the Yoda of of this story, but like in the in the original trilogy, Yoda is not fighting; he's much more of like a mentor role. And so in this, you've right. got a mentor that is also kicking ass and looking this cool while he's doing it, like. Gandalf's amazing. He's 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 awesome. That um that reminds me that scene that he has when he's talking to Pippin, um before they think they're about to die when he is oh, having God. that yeah, speech. Wait, that it gets no. me every time. And he's sitting there just like explaining to Pippin like this isn't the end, and he's explaining everything that could come yeah. after and and just how it is to be just completely full of hope. And it is the most power, one of the most powerful scenes of all of the movies. I, I think yeah. personally, because it's yeah, just I love that scene. It's so good. The faces they make, uh, I'm just uh, the acting. You know, great job, actors. <laughs> yes. Good job, actors. You really <laughs> sold thought, this one. You know, yeah, that scene's incredible. That whole line from Gandalf, that whole scene was like I remember thinking in the theater. I was like, this is something that I feel like. This must be one of the scenes people go back and watch all the time when you're feeling low or you're in a dark place or maybe you're even getting older in life or something. I feel like that I love scenes like that that are just very powerful statements on death and uh, looking at it with a more like, you know, hopeful, optimistic way. And it's great. It was it was great. Um, I feel like this? I there's just so much that I like to touch on, too, with I his name is escaping me right now, but it's the king of. um. Rohan. Rohan from the last movie. The only um, guy that really died in this movie. Yeah, isn't that crazy that like none of the main it's, characters? Yeah, really so died? I actually like, I had a list of tiny like again, I love this movie, but there are just a couple things that irked me a little bit, and so that was one of the other things that was on me. I'm curious how y'all think about it. I don't think this this movie's so good. It's not like it needs death. It doesn't need characters to die to be as amazing as it is. That's so, the one problem I've ha- but I had with this. Movie. It's just with I mean, yeah, the, they were this long, right? Like this many hours of screen time. Obviously, we got more deaths, you know, earlier on in it. But for this to be the finale, and I just feel like for things to be this huge, and the only person that dies yeah. is um that king man that was evil last time. Yeah. And I feel awful not remembering his name right now. I gotta look it up. Yeah, look it up. We gotta give them uh, respect. Steven, I think. I, it was Steven. <laughs> Bailey, stop looking it up. His name was Steven. Um, but but, but that's the thing. It, it's 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 unrealistic. But at the same time, these movies aren't realistic. So that's the Think wrong Thayden. word. Thayden. Thayden. I knew it was something in there. Pour one out. Um, but yeah, I just I I went into this thinking somebody else was gonna die. I didn't know who it was gonna be. Um, but mm-hmm. I just thought I thought that another character would go at some point, at least one more, maybe yeah. even two or something his and death was great though and it was, I, it was, and really it was powerful, powerful. And we didn't even and talk about his it, it's not his, his daughter right his niece it's his niece his niece and everything with her being the person that got pippin pippin yeah thank god oh wait it's a toss-up no she was with mary she's right? with she mary Jesus sorry Christ, my bad it wrong God. I couldn't um, remember because at one point they're both on the battlefield. Yeah, I'm like picturing both of them. One of them's underneath like a dead horse or something. Yeah, Pippin um, was the one with Gandalf the whole time. Yeah, so her her being the reason, like the two of them being these characters that nobody wanted to bring into battle and just her kind of picking them up and bringing them there. I was like, this is hype as shit. And the two of them, I, I love the moment when they get there and they look at everything and you can see for the first time, because they're always so hopeful and full of courage and all this, the rest of the time you see them training. And for them to get there and they both have that like struck look of fear all of a sudden and she kind of just holds them and she's like be brave or something like that. And then from that point on they are going and and fucking shit up. And and I, I loved what they did with both of them. These Like I said, these movies are so long. It's so easy to forget the little little arcs like that with the characters. And all yeah. of it's so good. All of it is so interesting. None of it's boring. None of it feels rushed wanna... or, or anything except for fucking I do. Photo. I do want to say one thing um, in terms of like, yeah, not having any like the main characters die. Um, obviously, I think that's something that's more common nowadays with movies. Um, whereas back then, it was always like, um, like the the usual thing was a happily ever after. I think you know for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's why, yeah, like I wasn't you know surprised that it happened. Obviously, I remember that. Yeah, no one from the main cast really died, and I think the darkest thing they did, which is probably, I'm not gonna say my favorite thing about this movie because it was such a it's such a small thing, but it's such an important thing. Sam. You know he's 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 a brave guy. He's he's like the he's got like a a heart huge heart, yeah, yeah, and everything. And he's he's just like he's probably my favorite character, honestly. 
but he might be mine um too. you know at some point when he's got like i forgot what they call him the uh the snacks or whatever it was like bread the bread the elf oh, the bread. Elven bread elven bread the elven. Elven, yeah yeah the elven bread um and he's like uh, i'm gonna have to rationalize this or whatever and Frodo's like for what and he's like for the way home okay i love that part but then you fast forward like an hour and a half or whatever towards the end of the movie um where they make it to the end and pretty much i forgot um i think it's water that time they're talking about the water running out yeah 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 he was drinking water and then was it sam or was it frodo i want to say it was sam that says you know like yeah it's it was like, Sam. The, Frodo asks, yeah, yeah. "Well, yeah, because doesn't Frodo say something about just like, where well, what are we gonna do for the journey home?" And then that's what yeah, you're talking about, like, right? Journey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love but that. I think, I think that's the darkest approach they take. Oh, it yeah. is. It really is. Um, and yeah, I, I, think, I, I agree. Just think it's set up. I agree with what you're saying, Omar, because I feel like it's the time they show that it finally broke him. Like it, right. it has right. been breaking everyone and it's like, finally now just completely broken everyone. I think that's the closest they came to have in one of the main guys like die in a sense, yeah. you know, like his, his spirit was crushed. Like his soul was crushed at that mm-hmm. point for him to say that, especially in front of Frodo. Cause it's one thing for him to think that, um, you know, on the inside, obviously he's, he's the one he physically literally lifted Frodo up the fucking mountain, you know? So he's not only doing God, that. So cool physically but he's also you know he was doing that mentally he was like frodo's right hand and for him at that moment to say that out loud in front of frodo to frodo um i think it just really emphasizes yeah like how much i mean it it broke him and i think like i said i think that's that's why i I like it so much because since they they didn't take the route of having one of the main guys die which i usually like just because it keeps on your toes and also really makes it a lot more emotional and it makes it makes that like that because this is you know the conclusion of of just an epic journey it makes it that much like it makes it mean something right it makes it makes it very meaningful that okay they died for this you know they yeah. they died for what they uh um were fighting for mm-hmm. so i think it just yeah i really i really like this route that they took i feel like that is definitely like you hit it on the nail on the head as they say again um Boom. i swear like <laughs> There's so much dark stuff that happens in this movie, but yeah, they don't have anyone die. But I think that's kind of an accomplishment in itself. It definitely is. This movie can be so dark and it can be revolved around dark and light as much as it is. I think they do that so well in this movie too. Like the end scene, it's not the end scene, but like, so the last battle where pretty much they're at Mordor, they're at the gates of Mordor and they have such a small army left and they're all like really white and the orcs around them that they're like circling around mm-hmm. them are all darker. So you just have this like small circle of light, but then they're like, s- like covered and being smothered in darkness pretty much. And then you see like, clearly they're not going to win. If this, if he doesn't destroy the ring, clearly they were all going to die. But then you get that, that yeah. big moment again with Aragon where he's just like, we're doing this. And he yells like for Frodo and just like Goose charges. Bumps, and it's yeah. seeing that and seeing them fight that one last time. I don't know why it's, it's just so powerful to me, even though it's not the big Epic battle. It's just that right. part is so important. Cause it's like their last ditch effort. Like they have to do this to hope to God that Frodo like succeeds and destroys this ring. And he finally does. And it's great. And I don't know. I love the imagery with that and the light and the dark. I just, they do, they play with that so much in this movie. And I think it's, great i say that so yeah. much in this podcast it's because i love no, I mean it worked movie. it worked really well and i think i think this honestly kind of leads us to to the main question which which was your question if you want to bring it up oh um, yeah so my main question is with this end like how this movie ends does this end up making it the best ending of a trilogy and movies like this like if if you think of all the trilogies of movies has anything ever ended in such a perfect way can, to y'all? Because, like, I, I honest can, honestly can say, I think with all the trilogies and movies I've watched, and I love so many of them, this is the one I feel like I just am so unbelievably happy and pleased with every aspect of how this movie ended. And, like, the journey that... It's such a grand ending, too, and the journey mm-hmm. it, it brought you to and got you here. I just... I felt so connected and attached. And so I guess it's... After all these years of watching it, I finally am to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I don't care if people say I'm wrong. This is the best <laughs> ending of a trilogy to me, in my in my opinion. So there you go. That's you where I'm go at. first, Matthew? I'm very curious to uh, see what, yeah. uh, what you've got to say. Um, 
So I think it it might be. It might be the best well done a, a trilogy's ever ended. Um cuz I think back to trilogies that I mean I'm trying to think of trilogies that I connect to as much or more. Um and there's stuff I mean there's Star Wars and you think Return of the Jedi and I fucking we all love Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is a, a great movie and it's a great ending to that, but Star Wars is different than this. It's um the char- the characters in Star Wars are just as likable. The characters are just as meaningful and maybe even more so in certain ways. Um I don't think they need the storytelling that these movies give. I don't know. I would have loved it, you know. It's it's a weird thing to think about if Star Wars would have had something as epic as this. Um but that being said, the way this is made, it's undeniable that this is a more grand sweeping and like just fucking hitting every mole at the end right like this is every single thing that you could think of in terms of wrapping up things in the story are wrapped up and they're wrapped up so well um it's hard to say like is this my favorite and even that's hard because again i just got introduced to this series so it's hard to stack it up against things that i love so much i mean the other things i think about is stuff like the dark knight too like rises gets a ton of shit and that's another trilogy that i think is i mean another movie that i think ends that trilogy perfectly um But this being as long as it is and Lord of the Rings being what it is, it's it's almost undeniably bigger than those. And for that reason, I think it'd be, I think you have a strong argument that this is the best. And I'd probably agree just in terms of like how well made this is. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of still speechless that this movie is as good as it is and as satisfying as it is. God, it's good. You should be. That's a a really good answer, man. That's a really good answer. I know. Good job. Wow. I wasn't expecting that to be honest. Really? What do you well, think? What do you think? Be like, oh, yeah. fuck no. <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's along along the line of what you said. I uh, you can't you can't argue in terms of trilogies. This is the best trilogy ever made. Uh, yeah. You know, from start from start to finish, that's not that's not up for argument. Um, is it my favorite though? There are multiple movies I I enjoy and like more um, than the first two. Yeah. As for Return of the King and just overall how the trilogy was, I just think it's it's like you can't really compare it. Well, right? and yeah, I, I mean, guess that's hard to do in general. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, like what the hell would you compare? Like, there's nothing. I just I can't I mean, even 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 if you want to go like on a larger scale and compare it to, let's say, not a trilogy. Let's even say the Harry Potter movies, for example. That's where Harry Potter movies like I I connect to a lot more than Lord of the Rings. I just do because I've played all the video games, I've read all the books, I've watched the movies multiple times. But at the end of the day, I'm going to say Harry Potter is nowhere near as epic as, as Lord of the Rings. Not the first movie, not the second movie, not the third. You know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's different. hard to compare that level right. It's hard to compare that scale. Um, what we see in the first movie, in the second, in, in, in Return of the Kings, it's not just like an epic conclusion. It was an epic first movie. It was an epic second movie. And then just the most epic thing, like, you know, and if you if you really want to hit it close to home, and you want to mention the hobbit Fuck i mean yeah. that's that's a great example there that's a trilogy there where it's set in the same universe but in terms of epicness i mean yeah there's the battles there's the the plots the the likable characters but what the original lord of the rings trilogy did you just you can't repeat that hard to top right you can't you can't repeat that even in the same universe you know, I yeah. just it's it's man, crazy. I'll tell man. you what, I'm I'm loving these freaking answers because I that's <laughs> like what I wanted to hear y'all say. I don't even care if it's not your favorites. I just I wanted to hear y'all say that out loud. And credit it's where it's due, you know. I mean, I freaking cried my eyes out at the end of this movie when we watched it. Like from the point where from the point where Aragon is he gets crowned, he becomes king, and then he kneels to the four hobbits. Sob. When he tells them you bow you bow to no one. You bow to no one sobbed my eyes out cried from that that point on because then you get them all reuniting and then frodo leaving and i'm just like this movie brings up so much emotions from me (laughs) so many i'm done i can't do this anymore because i'm tired and i need to take a nap after i cry so um okay i have i basically hit on everything that i really wanted to talk about especially questions i had i have one one big question still and i have I guess one little smaller question. So I'll get the smaller okay. one out the way first. Um, we got to be quick because we're running long. Guys. Oh my God, we are. <laughs> three and a half hour movie. Cut us some slack, people. Um, okay. Uh, what's his name? The Count Dooku guy. Saruman? Uh, yes. What happened to him? Did I miss something? 
He pretty much like in the he lost in the last movie. So in Two Towers, he pretty much loses. And did he die it, though? I don't think he dies. I think he um, goes into exile. I, I, I think he was he killed in. The, oh, he was in, in in Return of the King in the extended cut. From what I was reading, oh. I think oh. he is in the extended cut. And okay. I think literally that's how the movie starts. Like he stabbed or something. Along okay. Those lines. I haven't seen it. Okay, I need yeah, to go watch it. that. Because to me, that was a weird thing of just this character that was there. And yeah, I, I knew sure. that... Why, why did he even take that out, though? Yeah, because like, I know that, the... I knew that they like he was... was a bigger part of the last one. And that, you know, when everything got resolved in Two yeah. Towers, that it made sense that he'd lost. But to not see that actually be resolved and right. him well, die or something. Well, they say something in yeah, this movie. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like I probably... I can't remember if he was exiled or killed when they say it, but I thought for some reason when he said it, it sounded like it was more like an exile type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, he okay. loses. So I'm gonna go back and watch that. <laughs> um, okay, and then second, this ties more back to the end, and this is kind of a bigger question. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I, I think I understand it, but I, again, so much happening, whatnot. So the end, Frodo leaving. That yeah. is because of his like just how close contact he was with the ring this whole time, what it did to him and just him not being able to find any peace in the Shire after all that. Is that the reason? Yeah. It's he goes on. I don't even know if anybody could go on a journey like that and do the things he did and experience the things he did without coming back to a normal life. And it just not ever being the same ever again. Like Bilbo practically did that same thing and didn't even do what, Frodo did so I don't know I just I feel like that's more of the the symbolism of him just being like my time here is just over there's nothing for me anymore I've done everything I needed to and it's it's time to pass on this story to someone else and that's when you get the whole Samwise ending and stuff which is awesome but yeah I think I think the end of that is I remember when I used to watch it I would always be confused by that too because I was just like does this mean he's dying because I, I thought that's like what that ship kind of meant like, it seems like it was like it's this like you're allegory going on for to a death. different yeah. afterlife kind of thing but also the um, elf people I forget their names but they were going there too and uh, what's his face um but they were saying their time is done so it, it is it was like the they are taking this ship. I can't remember. I haven't looked into the lore of that in a long time because I remember looking that up a long time ago. So I probably should have done that because I knew you were going to ask that question. I knew you were going to wonder about you know that. know me so well. Um, but I, I can just tell you off air because <laughs> I'm going to have to look into it more. But I feel like the, the understanding I have for that is just his time is done. He's moving on to his next journey in life, which isn't a part of this life and it's but it's because of the ring because i imagine it's got to be because of what he went through because bilbo is going there too and yeah and it almost seemed like to me i almost it helped like that stuff helped a little bit with what i was talking about earlier with like not feeling totally complete with frodo but like is this weird thing of and i might be looking too much into it but when um him and Bilbo were like sitting in the back of the thing on the way there and and Bilbo's even like saying like man like what I would have done to just have one like to hold it one more time or something and Frodo just kind of like puts his head on his head and just kind of you get this vibe that like the ring really truly did corrupt Frodo even on like a way where he's not totally back from it because doesn't he say something about he's got to leave because the Shire's not safe from him I don't know if I'm making up words now um I don't remember that no 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 um he said something about yeah he was saying that um they saved the Shire but the Shire is not saved for him, not uh, from him, for, for him. him, for him, for him, for mm-hmm. him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. So, so that's not like he was going to fuck the Shire up or anything. <laughs> not like he was like, going to all of a sudden be the evil Get me out of here before I just destroy. Like the truth. He becomes a big eye. <laughs> I'm the new oh Sauron. Oh, God. That's, um, that's but yeah, so and so, yeah. I'll, I'll just say to end all that, I, I loved the actual, like that whole last three or four minute scene. Like I thought that stuff was like some of the most interesting in the whole movie. Um, wasn't really even expecting that because everything else seemed like it already been wrapped up. Um, so that's one of those things where I'm gonna I'm really looking forward to watching when I watch these again, seeing that again, and just reading more about that because I feel like there's a lot going on in terms of where they're going, um, right? And why Which, and stuff like that. And I'm I'm just so honestly, so fucking interested, and I, I love that. Anyone listening to this and you comment. know the answers to all of this, comment and, and let, let us, us know because we have no fucking clue. We never claim to be smart people. We just no, like, we just watch movies and talk about it. For That's some it. reason, we were like, hey, we talk about movies a lot. We're going to show everybody. <laughs> we us just want everybody to things. hear us talk about it, you know? But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess I honestly, we need to wrap this up because these poor people have been listening to us for way too long. But all of us love the movie. 
<laughs> that's the end of the discussion. All of us loved all of these movies. I it's been it was great. such Since, a fun fucking time watching this in IMAX with you guys. It really has. And I feel like we could do this really quickly since we're already, we already went so long. What's an extra minute? Um, does, do y'all want to rank them in any kind of way? Just like as a personal list? Because I'm curious. Yeah. I'm very curious. All right. Let's just do real quick rankings. So you want to go first, Omar? I'm like, I'm putting you on the spot. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Interesting. Matt? I think coming off of this movie, I'm three, two, one as well, which is crazy because how much I loved uh, Two Towers. Um, but I'm going to be curious to rewatch them because Two Towers is right up there too, but this movie is just so epic and so such a beautiful ending. And I still love yeah. one too, but God, yeah. I think that's where I'm at. Um, and I'm going to say two, three, one. Jesus, man. You took mine. I, I already knew I said the I wrong knew thing. I, I have. Back. I've been that way since I started these movies as a young little lad. I can't be the Two Towers Lady, guy Laddie. now. This fucking sucks. God. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how we're feeling on this. It doesn't matter because they're all fucking amazing. I've been cursing way too much again. God, yes. everybody. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, but yeah, so these it. movies, it's just so great. It just brings it out of me. So amazing. So nice to go on this journey with you guys. Um, but also, you oh. people out there, do not forget, um, if you want to follow us on any socials, you can at, again, press on Twitter and at press play again on Instagram and listen to us and leave comments and questions and like us and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, all those good places. Um, do that for us and then follow us and like us on YouTube and literally leave us comments and explain things to us because we're all idiots and don't know what we're talking I about. I really would like be super interested in people like ever saying anything in the comments, but especially for this movie because obviously I have a lot of questions. Answer the and, questions. Uh, this man needs you can um, yell at me too also, you can call me stupid i'm bad reminder as well we got coming up thursday we're gonna be going over the infamous omar yeah. justice league Nailed thursday it. be there be square be joss whedon get ready for a know. time anyway no. joss whedon thursday, does not want to show up to this it's one. gonna be there and then on fridays we got our fridays with wanda and vision the finale what Stunning. a sad day but what an exciting day um so until then you know don't wear any rings. Please don't. I can't, I can't find the stop button. Say, say something else awesome. Uh, I'm a hobbit. <laughs>